Jones. Uh, now let's see where it all begins. Uh-huh. When I was totally broke and didn't have no ends. I was sitting back and realized there was no friends. Picked myself up at that moment, I started to go in. What's good, everybody? DJ T-Mac here for another great hip-hop conversation. We here in Colorado with, with a non-native like myself, but somebody who's been calling Denver home re- as of recent. Uh, we got the Jones in the house, everybody. Welcome to Conversations with T-Mac. What's going on with it? <laughs> hey, man, I'm happy to have you in here. Uh, you came on my radar, like I just mentioned to you before, uh, at the Knock Rooftop party and mm-hmm. performance you know, thing that they had. That was a really good time. And I really dug your stage presence you know there was some some mic issues while you're performing you were the first one up there and uh I, I really love how you like carried yourself and continued on with the performance and you know doing your thing continue to put on yeah yeah definitely man uh you know i just always learned that uh no matter what's going on just keep going mm. no matter what man you talk about having a lot of experience in the game when did you start making music when did you get into it well i've been freestyling and stuff since i was like eight years old i started that young and uh i actually started recording at like 17 17 okay so how old are you now i am 35 just turned 35 on the 13th okay nice man and how long have you been here in denver i moved out here about a year and a half ago how long you been here Uh, i've been here too going on three years in august okay what brought you out here to Denver? What was like your initial connection? Well, uh, shout outs to my boy Four Five. Shout out! Yeah, shout out! Shout outs to him. Uh, I've been knowing him for some years, and we was always connected and stuff like that. Plus, I, uh, you know, I developed uh, a good following here. So you know, I just thought, uh, hey, let me just come out. Plus, I got tired of Vegas, mm. you know, so I just wanted to do something new. But go somewhere where I'm loved. <laughs> okay, okay. Talk about like sort of your initial connection with four or five. How did how did that come come about? It's actually a funny story. Um, it was a, a DJ that I was messing with. He was from out here too, and he actually moved to Vegas. This was 2017, mm-hmm. and uh, he came out to Vegas in like two days in the town. We ran into each other because he was working or well, doing intern work at uh my uncle's studio shout out to my uncle tiger um and we just hit it off like the first day we met each other and i think like the next day he started djing for me and then after he started djing for me like after a couple months out of nowhere he was like man i got i got this cat up in colorado man he's really dope and i think y'all should hook up because y'all got the same taste in music and i think y'all would mesh well you know so i was just like yeah let me let me hear his stuff so he pulled up some stuff he let me hear it instantly i thought it was hard he got in contact with him he played him my music and without even speaking to each other like at all he sent me like four joints and he was like just tell him jump on these oh, so then me and me and the homie got in the studio we did the records and then um I wanted to send them back to him, but I was just like, man, I'd rather play these to him in person. Okay. So what we did was we booked four or five a show in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So then he came down, him and his peoples drove down, and we met. Everything was cool. He came down to our studio. We played the records for him. He loved them. And then we went and did the show, 
after that we was feeling it i was just like man let's go back to the studio he had beats and we knocked out four more tracks while he was in town so yeah and we just yeah it was just a great chemistry so we just stayed connected ever since yeah man a lot of mutual respect it sounds like often not even really knowing each other just hearing a little bit of music wanting to work with each other getting getting him a show um that, that, that's really cool good energy and, and like good vibes good positive vibrations and that's what i've gotten from a lot of the artists and people i connect with out here so far i really enjoy like the denver hip-hop scene like you said you were getting love out here before you were even out here really um so man it's cool to be out here and, and be a part of the community and hey finally get you in here to talk um yeah, definitely so hey everybody go listen to jones 45 there's two projects that they have together um so we'll talk about that a little bit later we'll get more into that but it's great to hear about your initial sort of connection and how you you know came out to colorado um talk about let's talk about your style a little bit oh my style so you have a, a very lyrical style i would say uh, like I just mentioned, like positive vibrations, inspiration that you're mm -hmm. trying to give uh, in the music. Very chill vibes, like, you know, stuff that I enjoy. Good riding music, yeah. good good music to hang yeah. out to. How would you describe your style? Well, I would say it's the 90s reinvented, you know, because if you really think about it, between the time of like 93 to like almost 99, all of that was just chill music. It's the same thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, whenever um, whenever I'm doing songs, man, I don't know why, but to get inspiration, I have to go back to the 90s. Mm. Or I have to go to other things that I listen to to get inspiration. Like, I can pull some inspiration from today a little bit, mm -hmm. but it's mostly... The older you know, music you find yourself back. going back to. Yeah, definitely. You know, and even even going back to like eighties rap and you know, it's whatever. I just seen um uh um Crush Groove for the first time recently and that was very inspirational. Like yeah. for it to be an old movie, it still hits. So, you know, that's that's pretty dope. But yeah, I would say it's uh the nineties kind of reinvented. And the message that I try to put out is I show people that I'm human. I go through things, still go through things, but I try my best to give a solution, you know, or or looking at things in a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, something I have written down here is like I almost feel like you're having a conversation with me, like you're just talking to me in the music instead of it being like, you know, a track that I'm listening to. It feels like, you know, you're in the same room. So it's a really cool, like, element that you bring, I feel like. And it makes you a little different. I, I, I like your style and how you put it together. Let's talk about Thank some you. of your influences, you know, those people that came out from, you know, in, in the 90s. You know, I got a whole bunch of records here. You know, we got Jay-Z out here, some some modern cats as well. But who were some of those, like, 90s artists? And, you know, yeah, like what, what comes to mind when, when you're looking over here? Yeah, I like that Kendrick vinyl right there. <laughs> yeah, it's a pimple butterfly, man. It's a good one. That's so crazy because this man right here, it was my foundation. Jay-Z, man, that's, he was the first album I ever bought. Um. Yeah. What, that, what album was it? The Dynasty. Okay. Yeah, like okay. that was it. Like throughout the nineties, I was still a kid, you know. So I was just a sponge then, you know. Yeah. But when it got into two thousand, I became a teenager and got into buying records. That was one of the first records that I bought. Uh, but yeah, man, who else? Uh, 
The reason why I started rapping in the first place was Tribe Called Quest. Mm, we got a bunch of tribe in here too. One oh, of my I'm favorite groups, knowing. Tribe and Dayla, that Native oh, yeah. Tongue Collective, mm-hmm. man. That, that that's my group. Definitely, yeah. Um, I have to say, man, man, Tribe is an inspiration for everything that I do musically. That's that's a lot of the chillness, you know, a lot of the chillness. Also, Erica Badu is a big inspiration because you know I was with my mother a lot. And that's what she loved to listen to. Oh, okay, so, okay. so I grew up listening Had to those that. vibes early on. Yeah, I grew up listening to that every day, every day, like eight, nine, ten years oh, old. That's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, I was a sponge soaking that up, and that's where I get the little soul vibe from. So that was that was good inspiration too. But uh, who else, man? Of course, um, how I learned how to ride a beat was listening to Method Man. So you yeah. know. Yeah, that's one thing. That's, that's a good person to study. Right, exactly. For sure, especially when we talk about flow specifically. Right, and then the smoothness of my flow, I listen to a lot of Snoop. Mm, you yeah, know, man. so there's a lot there. All good all good people to pull from, man. All legends, uh, you know, all hip-hop Hall of Famers if we had one, right? You know, first ballad Hall of Famers. Was there like a first musical experience that you remember having that maybe influenced you to go in this direction you sort of just mentioned you know being around music did you mention your uncle had a studio so it seemed like your family was maybe involved in music what are some of those early music memories that you have like you said listening to erica badu that maybe made you want to you know go in this direction yeah man listening to tribe man that's that was like when i heard uh the love movement album like I was like, this is what I want to do. <laughs> when I heard that album, that's when I was just like, this is what I want to do. Music is what I want to do. And my first concert was uh, Sir Mix a Lot and Tone Loke. <laughs> oh shit, some classics. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it had other acts too. I think Seven O Two. You know, people don't know they really from Seven O Two, but um, they had them. But I think we only went to day one. It was like two days or whatever, but we went to day one at Sir Mix a Lot, had Tone Log, and a couple other cats, but um, that's about it. I think Sugar Hill, too. Yeah, I think Sugar Hill Gang, too. But yeah, my first show at 12 years old, first concert was the old school. Baby got back. <laughs> right, right, right. Here's some classics, man. Seeing people dance around, that's fun, man. One of the first concerts that I went to was actually a Dave Matthews band concert when okay, I was in like Dave middle Matthews, school. That's what's up. My uh, mom's cousin like brought me there, you know, with my second cousin. Uh, we had like a little road trip at the time, and that was the first like outdoor like big show that I went to, and I think that that really had a big impact on me. Um, so I always like to ask people, like, what was your first big thing? That's the first time I mentioned it on the show. So a little gem for everybody. But being being outside, everybody was like, it was good, happy vibes. Like we're sort of talking about people were happy, enjoying the music and the live music too. Like seeing the whole band, that was like a big thing. I played instruments growing up. Uh, so yeah, man, first first music experience for me. And you know, hearing you talk about the Sir Mix-a-Lot show reminded me of that. Yeah, yeah definitely. Really dope, definitely. really dope. So I see, so, you know, we talked about you've been mu- doing music for a long time. I went on your band camp. The first music release was in 2012, right? So talk about maybe your artistic evolution and, and how it's changed. You know, you said you were inspired early on by like the love movement, different things like that. 
how has your style evolved over time though since then oh man i kind of stuck to my guns for a minute because um for the most part i started doing music i still kind of do it but it's just now i think i dig a little bit deeper when it comes to like other types of music because uh, i do love like 80s I love 80s oh, yeah, bring so me, much. Like, yeah, bring me back to that that too. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, you know, of course, Michael Jackson. I've been watching Michael Jackson a lot recently anyway. But um, I love, you know, like like uh, Michael McDonald and, you know, stuff like that. But the evolution of it, maybe with my beats, I may have uh, stepped it up a little bit, tried to bring it up you know to the today a little bit but at the same time i still stick to my guns because there's still a crowd for that real boom bap and you know lyrical content you know mm-hmm. you know and, and and really it just seems like i wouldn't say like the mainstream is is you know don't have a people because of course the mainstream is always that that massive thing but it's just the underground is where it's more enjoyable so yeah. you know i just kind of stick to my guns but i kind of elevated a little bit it's 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 a fight but i do it (laughs) you produce your music as well yes oh nice man i I didn't know that i wasn't aware of that so from the beginning were you always producing as well uh yeah i started at 16 years old uh, in high school the first program i ever started using was reasons <laughs> that was the first thing I started using, and then I got into Fruity Loops, and you know, and th- did I use anything else? Yeah, that's really about it. Those are the two things. You definitely seem to have like more of a modern sound, just based on like the sounds you're using, as opposed to like the like you said that boom bap sound. But I like that you said you know you're you're mixing it. It's like a new new version of it what would you call it the 90s the 90s reinvented the 90s reinvented man we'll, we'll keep coming back to that but i like it I, I like the way you describe your style and that's cool man putting in the production side of it what is it usually the music comes first and then you'll write based on that do you have an idea you always writing down lyrics and then you know you'll fit them to the beat later what's your process okay usually it does start with a beat um and when I sit, I just sit there and I just let it talk to me. And the first thing that like comes to my mind and, you know, if I'm feeling it, then I'll write, you know, I'll write about that. And then sometimes like and, and, and a lot of the times writing lyrics is only five percent of my process so what happens is is sometimes i gotta go and listen to a lot of stuff or a p- idea pop in my mind and i'm worried about the production so much because i perfected my style i've perfected rapping when i go to write it's gonna take nothing to write the yeah, easy it's part for you. yeah so, so i make sure the music is on point more than anything you know, so that's kind of how I do it. And I will sit there and I will mix a song for like a couple of days before I'm like, okay, this is it right here. <laughs> what is your process like? Do you like to just sit down in a room by yourself? If you're working with four or five, you guys collab a lot when producing. What's your like start to finish? You know, what what, what does that look like? What do you like to have around you? Like, you know, break it down for me. Well, the first thing is, man... Man, I have to go into some type of nature and clear my mind. I have to. Pretty easy to do out here, huh? Mm. Different than Vegas? Yeah. In that way? Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, because in Vegas, yeah, we have parks and stuff like that or whatever. But out here, I have to say that's one of the advantages that I had out here. Like if I want to go out to like a foothill or something like that or go to park, you know, go to a park out here. The parks are more, it's more detailed, you know, like they got the ponds and all kinds of stuff. Like, yeah, Vegas, they do have good parks, but they like so far out, <laughs> you know, and I'm kind of in the hood, hood and got to go to the basic park but out here the parks are beautiful everywhere so you know you get that type of inspiration and then i have to be in a room by myself every now and then every now and then i'll get inspired to write something in like in like a heat of a moment like it's just like uh, i don't know if you ever heard from my king jones album i got a song called uh see me now i wrote that verse on the plane you know, that's the first time I ever did that. Okay. And it was cool, actually, because it was at nighttime, uh, you know, and they cut the lights out on the plane. And all I was on is just my screen, and I got my headphones on. And I don't know why. It just felt good at that time. Yeah, man, pull inspiration when it comes, right? You know, t take it when you can get it, for sure. You've been making music for a while. Is there a song or project that best describes you? If somebody hasn't heard any music before, um, what, what should I send them to to be like, this is the Jones? Mm, that's a great question. No, that's actually a good question. Um, let me see. Man, pretty much with the King Jones album, that's, that's actually like, it is like, a, uh, it's the same me just a little reinvented because that's where i'm kind of going right now but if you if you want to know me man i would go back to like my planet jones mixtapes on van camp like those was like the humble beginnings <laughs> those was me saying i'm gonna get out there and da, 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 da. and and then i made songs about where i'm from i'm from north las vegas so you know i got songs about north las vegas and everything like that but i talk about where i'm from all the time and not so much but i do talk about it and and, and and just based off what I go through, yeah, I'm a kid. I stay in my head a lot. <laughs> and that's another thing that's in all my music. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Let's talk about Las Vegas a little more. You know, people hear Las Vegas, they think the strip, gambling, shows. For me, it's like uh, UFC, like MMA fights. I'm a big follower of that. Yeah, so talk about, you know, the other side of Vegas that people might not know or, or really hear about it, man. Let, let's talk about it. Okay, this is officially the best interview because of that. Just because he wanted that information. So, yeah, of course, you you know, you talk about Vegas, people will hear the strip and all that other stuff. And uh, to tell the truth, man, a lot of people have really been um, messing with the city, you know, on the other side, you know, on the in the society area, because I'm starting to meet people now that's like, oh, you're from Vegas. And I'll be like, yeah, and they say. Right when they say what part, I'm like, oh, you know. So, you know, I'm from North Las Vegas, and they be like, oh, okay, yeah, I know such and such over there. I notice a lot more people are starting to be in tune with the city 
rather than just being on the strip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, shout outs to y'all that actually went and did your research and, and explored Vegas instead of just thinking about the strip or, or live there. You know, a lot more people is living there now and it's crazy how how it's going, you know, but uh but yes, far as uh, other than the strip, yeah, the society Vegas is like anywhere else. It's like anywhere else. You know, there's neighborhoods, there's parks, there's a city bus, <laughs> there's there's schools. People go to school there cuz you will not believe us growing up, we'll go somewhere else and people ask us what hotels we live in. That's wild. You know, That's yeah. wild. Yeah. I, and I asked him, I was like, have you ever stayed on a strip? And some be like, yeah. I'm like, how much is a room there at night? And they'll tell me, I'll be like, you think we pay that every night to live in a yeah. hotel? Yeah. No. We have homes just like you have here, like you have in Chicago and in uh, Los Angeles, New York. It's the same thing. It's just it's only glorified for one thing. You know, the strip, they don't really you know put that out there because they don't want people to know the negative things about vegas mm. that's the reason why mm. but pretty much that's it i mean can i ask you what what are some of those things that maybe is, is that what made you sort of want to leave get out of vegas nah, was nah, it more music uh, stuff um, um yeah yeah it, it was it was mostly um just me just tired of seeing the city you know um that's it. I and it, and that, and that goes for anybody. I'm yeah, sure. I was gonna say, you know that that, yeah. I, that that echoes with me too. You know, you need to like to refresh your view, get right. around some different people, see some different things, right. get out in nature a little bit, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's it's the same thing. You know, people, anybody that's from their hometown, they get tired of looking at the same thing, and then and then you know, like you've been around the same people, and. Some of these people can be holding you back, too, you know, and, yeah, you just need a fresh start and do something different, and, like I said, I just, I just wanted to get out, you know, of course, yeah, I'm from, I'm from the ghetto in, in Vegas, you know, I'm from one of the, one of the, like, one of the most ghettoest parts, you know, the north and the west, and the east, they creep creeped in a little bit you know but you know it's it's the same thing like anywhere else you know what i'm saying okay okay so when i was first really getting into hip-hop and digging into the independent scene it was probably you know early 2010s right and one of the artists that i followed hardly went to a bunch of his shows was dizzy Wright, and he's a vegas cat as well um who are some of those other people in Vegas? You know, I'm not sure if, if Dizzy, like, maybe gave you some inspiration that, like, you know, coming from Vegas, you can get out there and make some moves. But who are some of those other maybe rappers or hip-hop people or artists in general from Vegas that might have inspired you? Uh, to tell the truth, man, Tech 9 was the inspiration for me. Tech 9, okay. Like, he, he changed my life. Like, in 2009, when I found out he was independent, I thought that was impossible. I was like, how? Like, how are you doing that on your own? It doesn't make sense. But that's what made me want to dig deeper into what he was doing. I started watching interviews and just watching how he was moving there. And that's how I knew you can get out. He's from Kansas City. You know, that's another place that's not known for music. It's known for jazz and it's known for barbecue and statues, but 
like no music same thing with vegas it's just known for gambling drinking and partying so you know that was an inspiration for me but dizzy was the first one to like really get out there and show that he could do it but and actually dizzy is the homie you know what i'm saying i did um i think before i uh left vegas when he had his store open in vegas uh he had like a whole box of flyers you know they haven't touched so i was i did promo for his store for him and stuff like that and i would go over there and you know chill with them or whatever shouts to angel his uh his partner you know i talked to him a lot uh but yeah dizzy was a great example uh you got echo from vegas uh a really really underground cat like my brother donnie menace you know he started getting out there he signed the lsp which they they um stationed here in colorado but he got signed from vegas you know first and only artist from over there he's originally from connecticut but he made it <laughs> while he was in vegas so that's a good cat to be around um who, who else man like it ain't too many of us, but yeah, Dizzy, Echo, Donnie Menace. In the midst of all that, I was doing my thing, and I'm starting to get a little, you know, on my shit too. So, you know, shout out to my peoples, man. Shout out to all y'all. Talk about the music scene out there. Was it a lot different than out here as far as like venues, places to perform, ciphers? What, what's the hip hop scene like out there? The hip hop scene is very hard in Vegas. Very hard. Um, and plus, you know, everything is split up. You know, you got, of course, you got your cats that like to do the boom bap, and then you got the horrorcore and juggalo stuff. Like, all that is in one pot. And then you got the people over here doing the more mainstream stuff and got they lane over there. But, yeah, there's really no unity. Um, and, and everybody in Vegas can agree with that. There's really no unity, but it's cool. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's very hard, man. We had a lot of venues shut down. Like we we just can't get over out there. The the, the city of Vegas don't care for underground hip hop. They don't, you know. And I'm speaking of as in the city, because as soon as something happens, a fight or a shooting or anything, they come and just close the place down. And that's happened a lot over the years in Vegas. So like that's another reason why a lot of cats can't thrive out there, because you know it's not just people. It's the city too. They like to just shut stuff down, man. It's crazy. It's really hard. So you have to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we, we're happy to have you here then, you know, get, give it, uh, spreading your talents out here, showing us what you got, what Vegas, uh, you know, has to represent. Talk about, you know, I talked about uh, UFC. Are you a fights fan at all, you know, growing up out there? Man, I, that was I said, I've done a little bit of, uh, you know, just stuff with my uncle and stuff like that. But like, no, nah, I never was really into like, just crazy on it but every now and then i'll check in on a fight or something because you know i've gotten involved with it a little bit but um you know like like my my uncle roy was a boxer and uh in the military all that and then you know from from there and then uh i got a couple other homies that do mma like dj lrg do mma and stuff like that like a lot of people don't know that (laughs) but yeah lrg he does it um but yeah but like when it's on i'll watch it um it's big out here too i mean you mentioned him training there's a lot of gyms and stuff going on my boy a lot of professionals yeah yeah my boy whitney he did a lot back in the day um 
Yeah, I have a lot of people that's been involved, and when we around, we talk about it and we watch it. But like, I don't just be crazy and looking for it. You know, I'm I'm into this music. I was a Tyson fan though, for sure. Of course, of course, man. Right, watching some of those highlights give you some inspiration, and you know, get aggressive <laughs> on some tracks sometimes, maybe. Right, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Uh, you brought up Tech Nine being a big inspiration. You were recently in one of his videos, yeah, three D. Yeah, man. talk about that experience. I mean, what what that was like? Break that down for the people who haven't seen that and don't oh, know man. about it. First of all, man, Tech Nine is my dog, man. Like he went from being my favorite rapper to being my friend. This this is dope, you know? It's dope. But yeah, like oh, actually, that day was kind of <laughs> that day was kind of crazy. It was loopy. So, dang, it's crazy. This is an exclusive right here. So, break it down. Let's go. <laughs> so, I get up. I get up early. I was supposed to, uh, I got a red eye flight for five in the morning. So, I had to get down there. And, uh, you know, I didn't really trust nobody to come get me to go down there because I had to do it. Plus, I was going to one of these shows. But um, I get down to the airport around like one or two in the morning. And I just chilled, you know, there. And uh, there was some loopy stuff going on at the airport a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. It was like off a movie or something. Like, you know, you in somewhere, you know, it's, it was crazy. But then we get on the plane. I got to be at Strangeland at what time was it? It was around like 10 or something like that. I get on the plane, the plane gets delayed for like two hours. Uh, and I was like, oh, man. I was like, maybe this ain't meant to be. <laughs> but, um, dang, I didn't talk about how I got on the video. I just reached out to the, uh, I reached out with the email and everything. I told him, I was like, hey, take now, my dog. And take, I was one of the first people to get approved for the video. But back where I was, we fly out we still got like an hour and some and some time to get there i get there right when i land in kansas city i was supposed to be there so i was just like damn but i said but we still gonna go whatever i get picked up we roll down there and we get down there everything was cool they wasn't tripping you know other people had went in and stuff because you see there's other people in there or whatever but um i go in there and the dude says, "Yo, man, Tech couldn't be here uh, <laughs> for the for the react." You're like, you, were you expecting him? Like, yo, no, no, I knew he was there. I just, I was, okay. just, I just went along with what he was saying. Okay, because okay. <laughs> I was like, how you gonna have us sitting here doing it? And he's not. He here. sussed it out. He knew. Like, I, I didn't. Yeah, I could kind of. It felt a little fishy. So yeah, we went and we had got our gear on. I talked to X-rated that day. Uh, shout out to the OG man. And then they take us into the warehouse and well inside of the sound stage where they do most of their videos. We sit in this room. It was built like a box, and they had the red couch and all that. And we sat down, and I haven't eaten anything. I didn't eat anything the day before. And when I got there, they was like, "Hey." You want some popcorn? I was like, yeah, give me that shit. <laughs> yes, of course I want this right now. I said, yes, I need that right now. And I grab it because it was supposed to be like an effect, like we in a movie theater or something. And I yeah, was, yeah. 
not, not only I was adding to the to the theme, but I was really hungry. <laughs> My man was munching. It wasn't for the effect. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So then we sit down, and they playing the song. And as I'm playing the song, I just zone out because I'm just trying to listen to the lyrics. But I'm just sitting here. I wish I could get the whole clip of me just sitting there just eating because I was eating that popcorn like there was no tomorrow. And then finally, just out of nowhere, I look down and I'm like, oh, man, there's something in my beard. And then that was the part when I, <laughs> when I was wiping my beard. And then uh, out of nowhere, Tech pops. I didn't know how he was going to come in or whatever. That's one thing that was you know that we didn't know what was going on we just know and the 3d glasses we had on because he had a uh an actual poster of himself on there and it was a 3d poster and it moved oh damn but then at the end it flips up and he's standing behind it and yeah it was it the was real it, tech nine yeah it was it was it was hella dope man but yeah if y'all watch that video i mean where i'm pulling the popcorn <laughs> and the dude that edited the video he hit me up he's like man i'm sorry i was like for what that was cool that made oh, me part of it it made me stand out yeah yeah right it made me stand out as a cameo you know and yeah. then i don't know where the day that video came out my phone was ping 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 it's like we saw you on the video yeah, it was cool though man i appreciate it though for real shout out to tech nine man I mean, you talk about him being a big inspiration. What was it like to be at his like facility where you said, oh, where they do the videos or, you know, they probably record the music and do everything out of there. What was it like to to be there and see that? I've, I've been there a couple of times. I actually recorded there before. I have a YouTube video out on my YouTube uh, showing me recording there from my uh, my EP to Jones brochure. Okay. I recorded a couple tracks at his studio. Man, what was that experience like? Amazing. Amazing. Is that intimidating at all? Or you're like, yes, I finally made it. When what I was first, that feeling? When I first got there, yeah, the butterflies was crazy. Cause you know, I was just like, whoa, like I'm in here, man, it's a four million dollar studio. So, you know, I'm sitting here like, oh my God. So but I had the engineer running back, shout out to my boy Matt Peters. He just, you know, I told him just run the track, you know. He was like, yeah, I got to get some vocals, some levels and all that. So I'm getting a rapping and rapping. And everything was good. I'm like, all right, I'm ready. You know, I got comfortable. Soon as I get comfortable, Tech Nine comes on the other side of the glass. And the butterflies came back. Not comfortable <laughs> anymore. <laughs> the butterflies came back. but uh, But, yeah, he said what up. Talk to me, popped in, said what up for me, and then he left. But other than that, man, the session, the session went by incredible, incredible, man. Like Matt is, Matt is incredible, man. He does all the other strange artists stuff, you know. And for me to be on that list, that's that's hard. Shout out to Matt Peters. Hey, in good company, man doing the right things to make it to that spot right that's really dope but hey we're here in denver right now a lot happening in denver we talked about you and four or five connecting a little bit you guys got more music in the works there's is there a part three that we should be looking out for there's actually a full-length album coming out okay uh, called two gods man we're working on it right now we like four tracks in yeah let's go let's go so is that something we should maybe be on the lookout for later this year 
Mm. Or still, still building, still building. Yeah, we still kind of building, building phase, yeah, figuring we, it out. Yeah, we building it right now. But okay, when it's ready, it's ready. One thing you did mention though, uh, when we spoke out one night, is that you sort of have a different approach when when you're with when it's Jones four or five, right? Mm-hmm. How you approach the music? Can you break that down a little bit and sort of why maybe? Okay, when I'm doing my own music, I'm, I, I admit I get a little too serious. And I get a lot, a little hesitant with everything. Like, I don't know why. I just get hesitant with a lot, you know, from stuff that I'm saying or things that I'm doing or what I want to put on. Like, I, I don't know why. I just try so hard to be perfect. After a while, when I get comfortable with creating, then just out of nowhere, the songs just start getting knocked out. But with Jones 4 or 5, it's always just random. It's random. And I can have fun. I could just be, I could be my goofy, I think I bring out my goofy or, you know, my goofy side or uh, sometimes bring out a style I don't use or anything. I'm a lot more flexible when it comes to me and Justice's music. And really, people, I don't know why, but people would hit us up or, or at least my fans would hit me up and say like, hey man, I really like this song. I like what y'all was talking about. on And really there's no subject. Me and it's just flowing. Me and him never talk about yo know, what we gonna talk concept about concept or just, things like that. No, we just pull out the beat and we just write. That's how all our songs are made. We just get in the studio, we pull up a beat, and then we just sit there and just start writing and just record whatever we wrote. That's what Real we organic, do. Organic, natural process. It's like going back to the Wu Tang days, like you know, just. You know you gotta come after me, so you gotta come and spit something. And I don't know why, but a lot of the times I don't know why. On every song, we almost say the same stuff. So it can sound like there's a subject to it, but it's not. Some universal language uh, right. talking in the background. I don't know what it is, but every time in his verses come out on an even playing field, it's never like. He way over here, and I'm way, and even when it is like that, it don't sound too far off. But it's still, it still goes. It's just crazy, man. It's crazy. I love John Ford Five, you know. Um, another thing too. Maybe in the next couple months, we're finally gonna come out with a. Um, we're gonna do a four or five show, Ooh. a Jones four or five show. Yeah. Um, but we just putting it together. Yeah, so I can give people more insight on that. Be on the lookout for that. Stay tuned. We got the links below. Make sure you connect with the Jones. Uh, by this, by the time this is released, my interview with Four or Five will be out. So make sure you guys go check that out. Tap in with that. Um, man, a whole lot, a whole lot of good stuff is happening out here. And like I said, I'm happy to you know be chopping up with everybody about it. It's really cool. Definitely. What should we expect from you, you know, getting into the second half of 2023? Do you have any solo work um, yes, that, yes. you know, people should be on the lookout for? Definitely. What, what's as coming? Always, there's always some Jones stuff coming out. Um, I, drop, I drop a project a year. I drop a project every year, man. Whether it's an EP or, yeah, last year I did the Jones Play mixtape. That was my first mixtape in years, but I did it. Uh, but... I have a new single coming out very soon, so it's called Good Question. The video is already done, so we're going to start doing promo for that very soon. 
also i'm gonna be doing a lot more lives on facebook and instagram to promote it and uh yeah man y'all gonna see me real soon i actually started the other day you know doing lives and stuff and i talked to a lot of vegas cats that day man lives that i haven't talked to in a while it's interesting to like tap it back in with people in in like a different way, right? Yeah, definitely, man. Like it, it, it's cool. The, the the people that I actually love was coming into the you know into the chats, and they was that's just even telling, better, man. Yeah, that's, that's even better. Yeah, it's very special, man. And they was just saying, man, just keep going, man. Like it's just this is how it goes, man. Shout outs to them. Mm, shout out to all the people showing love. That's what it's about, right? A big part of conversations with T-Mac is music. Another big part is food. So I want to know, you know, some of your go-to food spots in Denver since you've been here. But also, hey, when I go out to Vegas, you know, because I'm a lot closer than I was out on the East Coast. Flight's a lot cheaper than it was, uh, you know, a lot shorter time and distance. So I want to know your go-to food spots, Vegas and Denver. Well, if you've been paying attention to my content, I do a lot of food content. Okay, okay. I do a lot of food, and my fans know that too, man. I do a lot of food. I definitely content. saw some. Yeah, I definitely saw some. I always do food content. That's part of me. <laughs> hey, hey, that's why you're here, man. You know, we in the right spot. You're on the right podcast. Okay, so as far as um, Denver, I love going to uh, Taco Junior, which is there's one on 104th in Federal. And there's another one somewhere else. I don't know. But for seafood, either we can go to uh, Crawling Crab, the Crawling Crab, which is on um, is on Federal in Kentucky. And then I remember uh, my boy King Cash and um, Josh Herman took me to, uh, what was it, TK Surf and Turf in Aurora. And I tell you, <laughs> good stuff. Great seafood. Great seafood, man. I seen ISO one out there uh, recently. But um, what else? There's another. There's other good spots. It's another. Uh, it's a spot that. Uh, what else? Um, dang. Uh, I think it's called. Uh, damn, the Sweet Greens. It's behind Union Station. Okay. Uh-huh. That's a good spot to go to. You can't miss it if you if you drive behind there. Um Mad Greens. I love Mad Greens. Those are both salad spots. Okay. Okay. Love them. Uh, there's only certain taco trucks that I go to. Yeah. <laughs> Could be hit or miss, right? There's a lot yeah. to choose from out here. Yeah. Um and I noticed they 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 praise uh, green chili out here, and I, I've people love the. I didn't even know that was a thing. Right, I did not know that was a thing. Right, but but uh, yeah, I tried it in a restaurant, and a lot of people cook it at home too. So you know, I, of course, you know the homemade is where it's at. You know, but some people make it too hot. <laughs> they make it too hot. Yeah, man, the green chili is good here. Uh, Man, I loved Breakfast King. They shut it down though. Oh. It didn't make it through COVID. Damn. But man, That's I rough. used to love they Denver omelets there. Mm. <laughs> King was better than Denver omelet in Denver, right? Oh my god, official, it was so good, man. But as far as Vegas, um, let me see. Um, hmm. 
Because there's a lot of good taco places. A lot. Because you know it's more West. When you go more West, it's about Mexican more, food. More authentic, even, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's more Mexican food. Man, me and, me and 4 or 5 was just talking about this. They were saying that, that I'm not trying to make an argument, but they were saying that Colorado's um, Mexican food was better than California's. I haven't been to Cali, so, you know, I'll be the official decision maker once opinion. we make it out there. <laughs> I, I need your opinion. You know, whenever you do that, you, 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 you've eaten the, the food there in Cali? No, no, I haven't, oh, you I haven't, haven't been, been to Cali. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. I haven't been there, so it's, it's an interesting argument. We're going to have to yeah, put them to the test. Yeah, man, like, look, look, I'm actually going to put that to the test now. Because at first, I was sitting there just flat out disagreeing with that. I said, because when you go more west, it's more about Mexican food. Like, that's, that's all we eat on the west. Mm. You know, and for them here, they have all type of stuff that they have because, like, Denver has great food out here, all kinds. Yeah, from, all different styles. Yeah, from like, from especially healthy foods, they have great healthy food here. And, uh, you know, taco trucks, depending on, you know, that type of stuff. And, and seafood is great here. Like, when it comes to a variety of foods, they, 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 got, they got it on point here. But in Vegas, in Cali, that's all we eat. You know, so I don't know. Maybe I'm immune to the taste and just just being vice. I don't know, but I don't know, man. <laughs> you have to ask some more people. Everybody, let us know your opinions down in the comments. All right, we're, we're, we're gonna have to please solve this once and for all. Please, because <laughs> I don't know. So I didn't hear you mention any pizza spots. I work at a pizza spot. I'm a big pizza guy, and if I was to make a the Jones pizza. A custom The Jones pizza. What would be on there? Basically just a meat lovers, man. Okay. Pause. <laughs> just all, all the good stuff, huh? What I like, um, I like Slice Works out here. Slice Works? Slice. This place called Slice Works in Denver. Really good place to go get pizza. I always go there. I always get this thing called the stuffed meat. Pause. Uh it's basically a slice of a cow zone. It is so good. <laughs> That's why I said Denver man, y'all y'all got like in a Greek the Greek. They embrace Greek I, food. I've seen here. quite a few Greek food trucks actually. Yes, man, they embrace Greek food here. Down with the down with the it, it every is now fire. and then. Yeah, it is fire. The best Greek food that I've eaten was in uh was out here. Yeah. Hey, it. so hey, it, we got it. The Jones Pizza is some meat lovers. You know, maybe we'll get together one day. We're gonna have to go try one of these restaurants. Have a, have a Jones slice, if you will. Man, and I'm uh, actually, you know? yo, I'm actually gonna start doing. It. I said this to my fans a while ago that I was gonna go around to different places, especially when I travel. Take oh, a yeah. fan with me or a friend, and we go try different spaces. You know, oh, we in there. Yeah, let's so, go. Let's do it, man. I'm let's ready. Let's go. Hey, everybody, be on the lookout for that. Yeah. Look out for a new video coming from the Jones. Might be out by the time this comes out. Uh, so we'll have a link to that. But hey, connect with the Jones. Listen to his music. There's a lot of music. Big catalog. You got his solo stuff. You got uh, the Jones 45. There's a lot to look out to. A lot to look into. A lot to support. The Jones, thank you for coming through, man. Anything yeah. else you want to leave the people okay, with? Okay, one thing I forgot. I, I kept out. Um, so back on food. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so. In Northtown, in North Las Vegas, we have a place called Hamburger Hut. The best wings 
and chicken fingers Ooh. you have ever eaten. I love I love me some wings, man. We're gonna have to check that. You gotta come down the river. I make those wings at river. Ooh, I actually had them before. A little exclusive. Uh-huh. Four or five hooked me up uh, after our convo, but okay. Yeah, but yeah, Chef when Jones. When I make them. When okay. I make them. Hey, we're, we're going there for the video, all right? Definitely. We're going to munch at River. I'm actually heading the River after this, so. Okay. So, what's happening tonight? Uh, no, I'm just going down there helping with Justice and stuff. Seen what's good? Yeah, seen okay. what's good. Nice. I, I forgot what's going on. I don't know. It's Monday. I don't know. But what's we'll it? It's Sunday, yeah. But they got different events every night, so yeah, definitely tap in the river and as also, well. Also, if you want catfish, you go to the West Side and you go to Mario's Market. That's where the best catfish is in Vegas. There you go, man. We we he's gonna be texting me later with with <laughs> spots, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, that's that's all I'm gonna put out right now. Awesome, man. Hey, Jones, thank you so much for coming through. I really appreciate it. It was it was a lot of fun. Definitely, man. This was fun, man. Like for real though, this is this is the dopest interview, man. For real, this is good. When your album come out, good question. What is about? Good question. When you doing the show, good question. Why you been on the low? Good question. Uh, they all knew I was coming. Spent about five months chilling up in the dungeon, and they wonder why I'm quiet, man. It gotta be something. I'm vlogging.